0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is
1: proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is you win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Howdy. You're listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a weekly audio show looking into the incredibly goal-fueled, maddening, exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday, unless there's no goals for another three weeks, with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So make your goal this Monday, (laughs) Blue Monday. Um, You right, Dave?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm not bad, mate. Have you ever seen that film Groundhog Day? <laughs> what is, what is, well, actually, is, no. <laughs> we we can we can mention Bill Murray within 47 seconds of the podcast <laughs> starting, so it's a good it's a good start, isn't it? Yeah, it's got
3: to be, hasn't it? Podcast favourite
2: Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, I have seen the film Groundhog Day. It's excellent, isn't it? It
3: is. It, it is. is. Yeah.
2: Um, I think we did quite well, Dave, last week because it was International Week, and obviously we hadn't scored for. Seventeen years. Alistair Retray. Um, Retray, yeah, yeah, gets in touch and he says, "Really good podcast this week. Enjoyed it. Think it touched on key points. Lots of options for lots of potential." So, because um, oh, yeah. we we do sit there, Dave, in the um, in the national week, we we normally speak on the phone and we're like, "What the hell are we going to? How do we away?
3: how do we pad this out exactly?"
2: Pad it. Speaking of padding. And a man who's lost quite a lot of padding. Um we knew Steve Bruce was coming, didn't we? Um he we made did. his first game. Have you seen his new appearance?
3: He's felt like, isn't
2: he? He's felt like he's gone for the gone for the shorter hair. Do you do, do, does, does having shorter hair make you look slimmer?
3: I think it might
2: though. Should shall I cut mine off? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Do you look like you lose half a stun. will it make my
2: mid thirties podge look smaller? I'm quite oh, insecure definitely. about my mid thirties podge. To be uh, honest. No, you wait
3: till you get forties and fifties, mate. Honestly, yeah. it just expands everywhere. What? um us just very very quickly. How was last night?
2: Oh yes, I was at the apex in Berry yeah. with TV Shane Richie. It was good. It was good. Um, he at one point talked for about nine minutes in between one of the songs. He's a bit of <laughs> a. Bit of a Impromptu- raconteur. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Impromptu- I'm I'm the kind of musical director, so he keeps turning around to me going, right, we need <laughs> to lose 10 minutes. <laughs> so um, it was it was very good. And my, my dear mother came to watch and he dedicated her a song. So that was very, very... Oh, lovely. That was very, oh, very brilliant. lovely. Um, I don't know if you listened to the Football Weekly podcast from The Guardian. Speaking of Steve Bruce, um, I would recommend it to anybody. Obviously, listen to it after you've listened to us. Did you know, Dave, that Steve Bruce wrote a series of detective books when he was Huddersfield manager, and they're no. they're toe curlingly terrible, and they've been reading excerpts from them on that podcast, and it is well, that's,
3: a, that's quite similar because back in the day, Terry Venables did the same thing, and it, that actually,
2: um, what, he detective co- wrote,
3: books, sort of, it was like a private detective book. I kid you not, back in the must have been back in the seventies, it was called Hazel. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm sure, I, I kid you not, I'm sure Terry Venables co-wrote it. So there you go. What's the it's, one? Not that, it's, it's not that unusual.
2: Alan Partridge, we just get mentioned for him. He pitches Swallow, the detective from Norwich, doesn't <laughs> he? <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if no, he pitches then, that to Tony Hares, but it gets mentioned somewhere along the line. No,
3: I don't think it's one of the ones he pitches to Tony, is it, at, 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 at the famous dinner. But what we'll if I put that one out there? I'm sure some of the... Um, some of our listeners already remember Hazel, and I'm pretty certain it was... Maybe it was not solely written, but co-written by Terry Venables. I'm pretty sure it was. And just really
2: go. quickly, I met Lord Terry Venables at the Belster Brick Hotel. It's been uh, a few months since I dropped one of those. So, yeah. Um, Dave, there's been a amazing managerial appointment at Derby <laughs> County. We're, we're sorry to see the ostrich Nigel Pearson go, but Dave, and and I quote from from Steve McLaren... From I my point of the view, run. there was sadness, regret and disappointment how it ended last time. That's my fault and I apologise for that. By the time I committed to the club, the club had every right to sack me. So, Steve McLaren's back, Dave. What are your views on this?
3: It's Magnificent. I mean, what is that all about? What is that about? Well, how, have they arrived? how have they arrived at that?
2: If they never really wanted to get rid of him but in the there... first place, then it makes some sense to have him back, doesn't it?
3: Well, it does, but... Was am I thinking when they got rid of him originally? It was different ownership.
2: No, it's still that same. It's Mel Morris, isn't that the same? Mel g- Morris, it's still the same. Isn't crazy it? dude, yeah. I, I
3: just obviously a, a giant U-turn, change of heart. I don't know, mate.
2: Yeah, I don't know. If, if you get, I always remember seeing um, McLaren's Derby beat um, McCarthy's Ipswich nil one at Portman Road. They were really good, Dave. They were all really Think. comfortable on the ball and well drilled.
3: Is that when did Martin mug um, Tommy Smith? Was that was that
2: the game? He did, but the balance—the balance, yeah, I the balance yeah. in the game was all derby. Was good. and they oh, had. Good side. yeah, yeah, and he had them playing really nicely. And I just mm. like seeing—you don't see it in the championship very often where the whole team seemed to be comfortable on the ball, you know, and they—they they really were. So um, i I, I like, I like McLaren. I know a lot of people it's, don't. It's, it's just it's
3: a funny, it is a funny U-turn, though, isn't it? <laughs> I thought I'd, I thought I'd read it wrongly, but there you go. He's back. There yeah, you we'll go. Yeah, we'll see. Him.
2: Um, I asked on Twitter the other day, because we mentioned Warnock last week coming back, didn't we, Dave? That had been... Uh, I think was, we did.
3: It was, that was bandied about, yeah.
2: That was all set up, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So I put a tweet out saying, um, Bamba, Shamak, Hoyler and Richardson Riddle. to Cardiff on freeze. Has Warnock already outdone Mick in the transfer market? Dave, I'll read the replies and then you give me your view, yeah? Go on, um, go on here. Yeah. John Nailon says, "No, they're a similar level of shite to what we currently have <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, at value bet methods. Um, whilst I wouldn't necessarily want those players, surely there is something that fits with ITFC." Um, Robert Mason, um, are we ignoring the fact all those players wouldn't fit within the ITFC budget? And Tom, uh, at uh, sorry, Tom ITFC. He's absolutely smashed McCarthy in a week in charge. Um, what's your view, Dave? Because do you remember on the pre-season show I mentioned Hoylett, didn't I? I said, "Oh, I think whoever, a whoever made the free."
3: Yeah, I think whoever made the point there about the budgets hit the nail on the head. You know, you'd, you'd think that you'd think that surely we would have made some sort of inquiry about Hoylett and yeah, his, his wage would have his wage would have frightened us off. I would have thought.
2: You, so um, you think that's why think none of those that. would have happened?
3: I'd honestly think so. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, sort of fairly high-profile, all, all four of them, pretty high-profile players. I mean, Shamak's rubbish anyway, but <laughs> I bet he's, but no, but I bet he's earning a wage. And Richardson, well, um, who's worse really. out
2: of Shamak and Bentner? <laughs>
3: um, at the moment, Bentner because he went off with a really, really bad injury. I think he's. He, well, like
2: does that, that mean I'm not allowed to take the piss out of him? <laughs> you, I, mean, I want you a do a front it's four. Incredible. Incredibly Shamak, bad taste. Shamak, Bentner, Mackiernock, and, and Poulter—that's my dream front four. With wow. Chambers and Nudson just bundling the long, <laughs> <laughs> long balls into um, one so, of those. Covered, one of those shouts,
3: covered themselves in glory this weekend, but.
2: um Are you thinking then that Mick looked at one or other of these you things? You'd you have the when, money. when we were, well,
3: let's take it back when we were being linked. Um, Ran about the transfer window with someone like Keitley, Michael Keitley, strongly linked. Okay, rightly or wrongly, may just
2: have been a rumour, but for fairly strong. Burnley, does he? play for Burnley, yeah, I, I think he played today, actually.
3: Um, you not saying that we also, you know, we wouldn't have looked at Hoylet, and I think perhaps we would have done, and, and yeah, quite right, being, you know, frightened off by his, um, by his wages, which I would have thought were fairly high.
2: Answer me this, Dave. What is the difference between, say, a loan signing for a season or signing a player on a free on a one-year deal? Because that seems to be what Warnock's tactic is. And yeah, mix is I, the loan thing, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I don't, I'm really not sure what the answer is to that, but I'm really not sure. Um, would you get, you know, that, I mean, there's a loan signing... Would you get more commitment from the player as a as a loan signing? You know, wanting to you know come into switch, seeing that depends what Ben. It depends what sort of signing it is. If it's a young, if it's a young loan player wanting to come to switch to get game time, then he's going to be it's a totally different commitment to to your one season. Um, I wouldn't say mercenary, but you know what I mean.
2: I suppose you can write into their contract an option to extend them if they're a free agent, and they'll probably look, sign it anyway, won't they?
3: Of course they will. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course they will.
2: Um,
3: so. Yeah, that's what I would, um, yeah, yeah, that's my take on that, I thought. Interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, Ian um, at Lofted on Drive has a Michael Chopra sighting for you, Dave. Um, this is Kerala Blasters FC, who I think are in the...
3: Sounds like Australia?
2: Indian Super League? <laughs> oh, really? um, First goal in the Hero ISL, three points for the team, and the Hero of the Match Award. What a day for Michael Chopra. My goodness, me! Tearing it up, Dave. Um, Dave, how has Ted Bishop managed to break his nose for the second time in a month?
3: <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Did, did someone punch him? Oh well, this is it. I don't know. Took one in training apparently. So what, what? What he took, whether it was a, a fist or a stray elbow or, a, or even a ball,
2: but must, must have been it, a, a Chambers Crossfield pass or something. <laughs> I think it was
3: a Chambers delicately chipped Crossfield pass <laughs> caught him unawares. <laughs> I think that's, uh, but it didn't. He was still, he still made the bench yesterday,
2: though. Do you think this is a ploy from Teddy? You know, to <laughs> ingratiate himself with Mick if he if he makes his nose more like Mick's? You know, broken <laughs> eighteen times. Mick might be like, oh yeah, he's my kind of player.
3: If he comes up with a Mick profile, yeah, you might be right.
2: Um, Dave Luke Hyam has suffered a setback yeah, in his it's recovery it's from the knee injury, yes. likely to yeah. keep him out for at least eight weeks. What are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, it's tough on him, isn't it? Tough, really tough. I think he. Um, I think we touched on this um, a couple of pods ago when we we're talking about the uh, the midfield, um, our central midfield pair. And I, and I and I said to you, didn't I? I said, you know, if you play those two, I think always um, those two central yeah, midfield, with, alongside someone alongside skews, I always thought High and perhaps was a better bet than Douglas just because of his sheer energy, box to box, you know.
2: Sure. Um- on on a separate note, McGoldrick. Well, it's the, well, this was reported. McGoldrick and Webster returned to training. I mean, Webster in fact returned to the team. Um, but McGoldrick back in training as well, Dave.
3: Can only be good news then. Can only be good news that um, Where he'll play, where he'll play, God only
2: knows. But there you go, <laughs> he's back. God only knows what I'd be without you. Paul McCartney <laughs> said that's the best song he's ever heard. Seriously? Yeah, presumably, uh, not of his own. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's enough procrastination. Shall we go to Ewood Park, where, Dave, you say we never, ever, ever win? We
3: never win there. Never don't, win I, there. I, Christ knows the last time. Well, like I said, the, in the cup.
2: Um, It was... They're unbeaten. The cup, no, I think they're unbeaten in nine against us, and they'd won their last five at Ewood going into yesterday. Would you like yeah. to hear the team, Dave? Not
3: really, but
2: go on. Um You're not allowed to talk about Josh Emmanuel until I've said the word Freddie Sears, okay? <laughs> 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 I'm just priming that, you is, ready, is, ready to go, yeah? Is that is, is
3: Freddie Sears the trigger,
2: is it? Freddie Sears is the trigger, and then you're allowed to start pressing, yeah? Um, mm-hmm. Right, in goal, bar, back for Chambers, Nudson, Berra, and Webster is back into the first team. Um, Ward, Lawrence. Now, I really want this to catch on, um, and I'm going to give Graham from the Naked say. Footy Show it's all credit. It's fantastic.
3: It's
2: credit. fantastic. <laughs> yes. in the centre Scuggless. midfield. It's, yeah. the, it's the kind of horrible word that suits the kind of way that most of the fans <laughs> are feeling about them at the moment. Um, yeah. And up front, Best and Freddie Sears. Dave, your thoughts on that, that selection?
3: Well, at least he went, all I can say is at least he
2: went 4-4-2. Yes, what he did. did we say?
3: OK, so that's that's all you can say about that. What did we say last week? I said to you that what's going to happen here, Webster, Emmanuel's played very well, probably mad at a match the first game against, um, against Brighton, played, played not perhaps quite as well against Huddersfield, but did OK, certainly certainly enough to hold his place. And I said to you, we discussed this last week, Webster's going to be fit. He's going to come straight back to him because he has to. Because I think he's been really, really good, okay, sticky style at first, but since he got up to speed, very, very classy player. And I said, that's what will happen. Chambers will move across the right back and Emmanuel will be out. Benissa, that's the way That's the way the manager goes. That's, can, uh, can I
2: add, I also said last week, uh, Williams will be in the squad and we'll get five minutes at the end.
3: And you were spot on with that. You were I spot think, on with that as well. Yes. I mean, and then, to be honest, during the week, you look at the various forums and one or two tweets and on social media, stuff like that, and there was already unrest about that because I think people were, people are now learning that, yeah, clearly Webster's going to be fit for the weekend and people were saying, like we did last weekend, oh, he's going to be, Manuel's going to be on the bench then.
2: Well, you, said, you um, said it about three weeks ago, didn't you?
3: Oh, yeah. Is um, clearly, Mick, and he, I think he said in, he, he said in his um, post-match interview yesterday that, um, you know, he, he knew there was going to be questions about the, um, you know, about the, the selection. Um, and clearly, he picks Chambers um, for his influence on the team and in the dressing room.
2: Indeed, can I just add at that point, there would be no um, questions about the selection if you win.
3: No, not if you no, exactly. If, if you win, no, no question at all. And it, you know, Christ, Chambers a good, good, honest pro. He really, he really is. But is he a natural right back? Yeah, when you put him alongside Emmanuel, is he is he that natural right back? Arguably,
2: arguably not. Right, let's go into the minutiae of another nil-nil draw. Um, so Black, we we do our best, Dave. Um, Blackburn with some early pressure, sort of forced a corner, got into some good um, crossing predi- positions. Then Ipswich kind of took over. Um, long straight ball down the left by Nudson didn't win the first ball. Um, as, as we've said a lot, this main tactic of Scraping up all these second balls. Sears um presses well um uh with Lawrence. Uh, gets it to Ward on the edge of the box, Dave. That's exactly yeah, sh- the guy sh- you'd want it to go to.
3: Yeah, good good power, keeper well positioned for that, wasn't he? But yeah, well, straight at him, but yeah, good power on this shot, but keeper.
2: That's you know, been his position. um his trademark so far, yeah. hasn't it? The shot from the edge of the goalie. Um Chambers attacking throw. Um, he gets it back from skews. He overhits the cross. Goes all the way over. Best picks it up on the other wing. Nice feet, not a great cross. Heads out. Falls <laughs> to Chambers with a wild volley, but um, Greer is running in towards goal, and you think, uh, if that uh, hit that him full in the face, there's no it's, goal it's there, a, Dave.
3: It's a, it's a comedy-owned goal, isn't it? It's a yeah. comedy-owned goal way to have it. However,
2: skims from, from the resulting however, corner, yeah. Do you want to uh, take over? Um,
3: well, for the resulting corner, um, Chambers a free header,
2: what, eight yards out maybe? Oh, he, I actually looked for you. He's he's running directly along the six-yard line.
3: Sick right? And just doesn't – I don't know what happens. He just doesn't get anything on it, does it?
2: I have a theory, Dave. That is, he un,
3: is he maybe unsighted? I don't know.
2: Well, the, corner, the corner's a nice one. It's an up and down. I good think corner. Chambers, as a full-back, is very good at judging the trajectory of the ball – when he's facing onto the play, coming towards him. When he's, exactly. he's
3: attacking, yeah, when, when he's attacking it face on. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, so I
2: I think he just couldn't cope with, he's running side on. And yeah. I just and thought delivery, of a Marcus Stewart, say, Wembley glancing head of them. But he,
3: a, lot of pace, a lot of pace on the cross as well. So Sorry, on your bingo
2: cards there, Bill Murray tick, Alan Partridge tick, Marcus Stewart tick, Marcus Stewart the Burley tick. era tick. <laughs> All of the above. Um, Lawrence with another nice corner here. Um, it gets headed up in the air. Um, by Best, who does well actually. Webster's alone. About th- he's closer than um uh, Chambers here. Dave doesn't get any power on it. And um, Steel saves good save well. though. Ben. It's a pretty good save. And then
3: then there's subsequent play off the line from Beryl, isn't it? Someone nods it off the line from the second ball.
2: Yes, right. Yeah. Um. Right. There's a really classic moment here, Dave. Chambers throws it in, Skews passes it sideways to Douglas. Douglas passes it back to Webster, who basically oh, says, right. screw right, you I'm... lot. And he powers forward, Dave. Did you see his <laughs> sidestep he did on Evans?
3: Class, mate. Absolute
2: class. <laughs> um, Lawrence, um, he receives the ball then uh, about 18 not... yards out on the left foot. He, Dave, he, not... che- he just checks his run, doesn't he, before yeah, he hits not, it? It's...
3: It's not a bad hit. He gets a little bit power. Out. He just drags it, doesn't he? he
2: just drags but you it wanna, he their foot. It's that's a, that's just about timing, isn't it? And he just you've got to get
3: it get yeah. it out of your feet. Yeah. One
2: step too, yeah. you know, too many, and yeah. he just um just puts it wide. But, but great, good class, chance. From
3: Web, class from Webster. <laughs> that's oh, there's there's
2: a there's a better one now coming. Um, so this is a long. Attacking passage um so ball into the corner from skews to ward he chases puts it across now it gets cleared and this phase um webster comes out from center half ahead of his man wins the ball plays a one two um kind of one two uh, ward back heels it and webster crosses it first time it's a
3: yeah, brilliant yeah. bit of
2: play. If, so, if, uh, yeah, if Ward had done that as the winger, you'd have been like, right, yeah, good play. But this is the centre half, so I'm very excited about about that. Um, Ward gets a shot blocked, and then it goes over to Best the other side, and Lawrence um, better shot this time, but still straight at Steele. Um, Blackburn getting down the left. Dave um, Williams he hammers the crossover, and the forward can't do. Um, much with it and then a really nice attack by Rovers just to wrap up the first half yes one that touch.
3: was really good one touch wasn't it and think was it Marshall scuffs it so well, far you said
2: it? about Marshall in the preview so yeah he's
3: a good player yeah you, yeah, that was, that was really good football there.
2: It, to, to be honest, it was like the football was too good for Marshall in the end. And he couldn't, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, not being unfair, it was like it was ahead of what he could do because they really pinged it about nicely there, didn't they? I
3: think perhaps you could also have football the football there bore no resemblance to what was going on in the game either, probably.
2: No. Um, right, second half, um, Webster to Chambers. Chambers runs inside this time. Really good left-footed pass into Best. Um, he holds off the centre half and... Um, I thought it was good play by Chambers. It works the keep a good play by Chambers and good play by Best, Dave. Yeah. Um, Marshall, 40-yard yeah. shot. That's what Blackburn have been resorted to. Um, short corner between Ward and Lawrence. Um, Ward puts a deep cross in. Best's on the back post. Doesn't quite get high enough. That's the sort yeah, of one that Berra would have won, get, I think.
3: Can't get over it, yeah.
2: Do you think Do you think Barry would have scored from that because of the leaping no, ability? Uh, maybe he timed his leap slightly
3: better, but you know, it was a tough one so because it was quite a high-hanging ball, wasn't
2: it? Um, insane back pass <clears> by Conway <throat> here, um, but peculiarly, <laughs> this is the only way we seem to be able to get Sears one-on-one with, you know, one-on-one what? with the Rovers' defence.
3: What, um, what the hell was that back pass? What was he doing?
2: I've got no it was idea. was like, cross. Um, but, Dave, go figure. You get Sears one-on-one with... Um, with a centre-half, and you get a goal-scoring chance. We just never are able to play him into those positions. But no, go. he, he, the, he got the ball. And he was
3: one-on-one. One. He did work himself a shot. Not, not a great shot, but good, so, pretty parried it, didn't he? The keeper, so steals, the keeper spills it. Out. it. Um, oh, here's the chance, yeah. Yeah,
2: so this was the great chance. Now, I just watched the Channel 5 football show who said Lawrence made a hash of it. Lawrence did not make a hash of this. Um, Nudson follows in really, really well, and all he needs to do is a cultured yeah, little he ball it. in um, he hammers it. He? Yeah. And he hammers it at poor old yeah. Lawrence. If you look at it, it actually basically hits Lawrence. Um He doesn't have, Lawrence
3: doesn't have time to react, does
2: he? He doesn't and you can't have a go at a fullback who near the end of the game is right up creating a chance, but it just needed a it needed a cooler head and all Lawrence has to do is open up his body and
3: yes, it's just tap it yeah. into the
2: goal, doesn't he?
3: I mean, he literally is about three or four yards out there, isn't
2: he? I think he's in the six-yard box. So, yeah. yeah, we can't really have a pop at Knudsen, but it certainly wasn't Lawrence's fault, I don't think. Right. Um, Marshall cuts in from the right wing again, Dave. Um, he works Douglas nicely and um, shoots a goal. Last chance really <laughs> falls to... Um, best. Falls to best. and. <laughs> I think, you know when someone gets booed all game and um, there's yeah, a moment where, where the boo boys win?
3: They've had enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the moment. Do he's you, like, oh, right, I'm going to stick you, my foot through this and put it down in. I think, do
3: you think he, he spotted a boo boy in Rose Z? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: a, and Rose Z was where that ended up, Dave, yes? Yeah, yeah. Um, Williams gets five minutes at the end as yeah, good. predicted. Um, yeah, great. Dave, we've got quotes from Mick. We've got quotes from the listeners. I'll bring you in after the Mick quotes, yeah? Um, He says, I thought we were the better team. If any team was going to win, it was going to be us. Agree with that?
3: Yeah, I think so on the chances,
2: yeah. Yep. Um, I would really love to get our fans back on side with me and the team and be excited by us. Mm, Fine. Um... That was a start today. We've had more shots, crosses, attempts on goal than we've had in the past two, three games. The hardest thing in the game is putting the ball in the back of the net. But if we play like that, more often than not, we'll win um, games. Dave, is this a little bit of the boy who cried wolf? You know, he's kind of got a point. But, you know, we've been so bad in front of goal um, for so long.
3: Think uh, think, think the opposition, Ben. By all accounts, they were terrible yesterday. They're awful. Blackburn. Um, and really, I think, yeah, Looking, um, you know, look through the tweets and look through the forum and stuff like that. And I think the general consensus, yeah, we played OK, but should have beaten Blackburn or were abysmal, basically.
2: Um, you mentioned the four-four-two Is the most important thing here the uncluttering of the centre midfield here?
3: I think it's got to be. You know, whether that in turn led to, to more... I mean, you can't say many of the chances were sort of free-flowing football. The, the Webster the Webster move, you know, the side, you know, the Webster move, um, dummy and pass to Lawrence's side. Yeah, most of them were created from just deep balls in, wasn't it,
2: really? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I don't have so much a problem with a, a direct style of football that involves getting the ball early to the wide players and support. And I think what everyone doesn't like is the, you know, we were having the three-man midfield and the ball straight into, you know, poor old Pittman it was or Best or whoever. And, you know, that's that's even... More luddite than um, than playing it down the sides for the wingers. At least you get the wingers on the ball and you get people you know around them and into the box. I don't think, mm. don't think town fans would have a problem with that, would they, Dave?
3: I don't think so. And it sounded like you know Lawrence. I think seemed to land on the ball quite a bit yesterday. I mean, I obviously missed probably our best two chances, but um, seemed like he was he was okay. Um, Ward, I'm not sure about. I mean, Ward got. Did did Ward go off for Williams? I'm not sure. Most certainly
2: He did, I think, yes.
3: So he he played 85, but yeah, I I just think it was a game yesterday that that we we really, just looking at the chance, we really should have won that game. And, you know, you win that game, a little bit of pressure off for Tuesday's game, Uh, as now, you know, Tuesday's game's a big game now.
2: Indeed. Um, So you can use whatever stat you like, you could... You come up with any stat to say that Ipswich are rubbish in front of goal? Have you got any logical theory as to why? You know, because a couple of games, fair enough, but you know, it's you know, well, no, it sort of, no goals in five games, or
3: and things things do go things do go against you. I mean, you know, the chances yesterday. I mean, that you know, the Lawrence chance from the you know from the Nudson, I mean, okay, scuffs it, but yeah, that could have gone in. The, it's just things conspire against you yeah, the longer and longer you go without a goal it just gets harder yeah um, and you're playing up front yesterday with Best who hasn't scored for us yet um, alright he scored one or two for Rotherham last year but hardly prolific and poor old Freddy who's now gone what 38 games
2: good um, right Dave I have a theory for you um, discuss Adam Webster would make a better holding midfielder than Cole Skews. <laughs> don't why, why are you laughing at that I'm deadly serious no,
3: No, I think um, I think we'll leave we'll leave Webster where <laughs> certainly leave Webster where he is. So, I mean Skews, he I mean Mick won't drop Mick will drop Skews. He'll certainly I'd, I'd have thought he'll drop Douglas before he drops Skews. And like I said before, Skews is
2: fine as long as we've got someone progressive playing alongside him. It just as looked did. yesterday like our most effective player on the ball was playing centre half. No, he was. That's so I'm kind of like I agree. Get him forward, you know. Yeah, well. The whole yeah. David Louise theory, yeah.
3: Christ almighty, yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: Um, yeah, tweet us if you think I'm right or, or wrong about that. But, hey, put it this way. If we had fact, if we had someone in front of him, um, I wouldn't be saying that. So, you, you know. He,
3: he probably had a. I I compared him yesterday like in, and what I saw of it yesterday. It was a John Stones-like performance. There you mm-hmm. go. So, yeah, bringing the ball into midfield. I like that. Like I said to you before, Hansen used to do. He used to bring the ball forward into midfield, comfortable on the ball. And to me, Webster just looks a player, but you know, not a midfield player, but I like that sort of player. And um, certainly playing, playing alongside an out-and-out committed centre-half bearer who, who will just you know, look after the ball, get rid of the ball. Yeah, I like a ball playing centre-half. Like love to see it.
2: Um, here's some tweets, Dave. Uh, at Tim Pashley, um, second tightest defence in division. Far better that than leaking goals. Goals will come in their droves soon, I really hope. Um, wow. Adam Trotter. Keep that defensive record, plus start scoring goals, could easily be playoff challenges. Main problem is tactics. I think we agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. Tim at Mentonation. I'd argue it's pretty easy to stay tight at the back when you commit so few players forward. The wrong balance. I think we agree with that as well. Um, mm mm-hmm. Uh, Beacon bower, despite mixed claim, this was not a good point. This was Blackburn away, not Newcastle yeah. or Brighton or Norwich. You agree with Abs- that as well, Dave?
3: Absolutely right. I mean, this, the stats they do speak for him Four goals in twelve games. Last six games, scored one, conceded two. Five games without a goal. Bit.
2: I mean, defensively, it's brilliant. But who um, oh. was it? Was, yeah. was it mentionation? Uh, yeah. Um, just the balance has been very wrong for the past games so like like a few of the tweets say if you can keep you know that tightness and just start edging those goals you, you'll be well you've <laughs> got be in, you, in good position yeah, very quickly
3: you've got a base to work from haven't you blimey
2: you do um let's get course, away from ipswich dave Ten- just
3: quickly paul sparrow sent in a good tweet um yesterday i thought he said um what do you think
2: the attendance would be for the Burton game if fans were let in for free? And Dave, you can answer that one when we do the preview, yeah? So hold sure that on. hold that thought. Actually have a little think about it while I ramble about FanDuel for the next two weeks. Ah, minutes. yeah. So our lovely partners at FanJuel have extended again. They are sponsors of the podcast. They have a fantastic app that is one day or one weekend. Fantasy football that you can go and download at the you know iTunes Store, or the Play Store, or wherever you get your applications for your mobile device. Um, the idea being that there's no season-long commitment like the old-school um, fantasy league games you used to have. You literally open up the app, you take a look at the fixtures, and you play just across that weekend and you play for real cash and you know you like I say you don't have to worry about this you know marathon of a long season just to win bragging rights in the in the office or at the pub or whatever you can play one morning and cash out at the end of the night if you want to um now the big deal here is that we have a nice promo code for you and a nice deal so if when you are playing fan um you want a little helping hand thanks to your um, erstwhile friends here at the Blue Monday podcast. If you type in the promo code Blue Monday as you're um, uh, depositing your hard earned cash, um, type in Blue Monday, one word, the name of this podcast, Blue Monday. And what will happen is the first week you play, if you lose, FanDuel will refund your. Um, stake up to an amount of 10 pounds so basically you can have a game on us and then you get forget if you win you're laughing and um you know you don't need our help do you but um what it does do is it gives us a little kickback um we do this for free you download it for free um we have microphones and cables and fuel and stuff to pay for so it's a real nice help if you if you can do that for us we would be very very grateful um daryl's been playing in america dave but he's been playing on uh nfl so i don't understand it he won he won eight dollars Okay. Which is about a grand, isn't it, on today's exchange rate? <laughs> I um, think it's something like that. Uh, Steve tweeted us, Dave. Um, actually, can you let us know how you got on, Steve? Um, if you do use the promo code, tweet us in your team, and we'll um, we'll retweet it. it. It makes us look good in front of our sponsors. So. Yeah, I, <laughs> go I, I, do uh, that. Did you have a go this week, Dave? I had a go this week, but it didn't win. Um, we, um, <laughs> I mean, this
3: week you needed. And do you know what? I penciled, pen, put in, a, I put in a. My first side, um, and then my second, because I only entered once. I only always enter once, and because you can enter more than one team, of course. I don't know if you mentioned that you, you can enter multiple teams if you wish. Um, and I went to enter my first side, and I kid you not, I had in it Walcott, Stanislas, and I had Aguero. And then I looked, because again, right up to kickoff, you can you know you update it. And about two thirty, I looked, that Agueros on the bench, so I totally changed my side around. And guess what? Took out Walcott and Stanislas. <laughs> Um you got a, screen, made, got a
2: screenshot that though, Dave. Oh
3: uh, yeah, I should have done. So <laughs> what you um, yeah, what you needed, um who you needed yesterday was Walcott, who had forty nine and a half, Stanislav, sixty-seven and a half, outstanding. And Joe Allen, for goodness sake, scored a scored two for Stoke, fifty-six point two five. Best scorers for me yesterday. I had um Demi Alley did well for me, forty seven and a half. And this is this is a typical of me, like I said, i had a, Abramovich the other week coming off like a fifty point game. Who then the next week when I put him in came up with three points. I had Bentetti yesterday. Finished the game with finished the game with minus three. Minus. It's always Mr. hard Henry. when someone wins
2: six one as well because that kind of throws everything up in the air. There's a whole load of extra goals and assists and stuff that. No, no it is. I watched. You I watched
3: that. Uh, I watched on match of the day. Um, Mentioned the day last night, and Stanislaus looked like bloody Ronaldo yesterday. He's incredible performance, <laughs> honestly. the you know, assists, free kicks, unbelievable. But you um, re-
2: you really are rewarded for your skill on FanGil because all the points are calculated by um, Opta. Opta. Yeah, so it's really good. if you pick someone who plays well, you will be rewarded. And there's none of this team captain business where it's just a bit of a bit of a gamble. You know, your captain gets double points or or whatever, um, that you get on certain ones. Um, what I would say as well as a tip to listeners is that the Champions League fan jewel is going now. So you can play midweek. And basically, in order to win money on this, you don't have to beat the game. You have to beat the other people playing the game. And I would suggest that the level of knowledge is lesser on the Champions League. So if you do your research, you only have yeah. to beat the people that you're you're playing against. I would suggest you've got a higher chance of, of winning if you play these Champions, League, um, ben, Champions imagine, League games during the week.
3: Imagine if this had been out circa mid-90s, Ben. You'd have, you would have needed a job, would you? You'd have just lift off fans, you wouldn't you, for Champions Dave, League?
2: You know I'm not allowed to gamble, Dave, and you know the reasons <laughs> why. So. Ah, sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> yes, um, oh, yes. Oh, yes, I remember, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, dirty secrets, uh-huh. dirty secrets coming out. Um, but please get involved on Fangirl. Really helps us out, and it's bloody good fun as well, isn't it? it is um, good. On my first week, I won twenty pounds. I can I can show you the screenshot. On my second week, I won sixty pounds. Um, and I haven't really played since then. I, I kind of I got the same thing with Guns and Roses, Dave. I refuse to listen to um the second Guns and Roses album because the first one's so good. Pay. You can't know, get any better. Can can't I? Yeah. get any. Can't get any better. So I've just kind of left them as the, as the, as the yeah. perfect band. But Dave, your son Jordan won five hundred pounds. He, he did. Yeah, that was
3: only in about week two or
2: three. So it can be done. It can be done. Um, Dave, we're going to go to the roundup, um, and we're going to start the roundup by telling all our Ipswich Town fan listeners that Norwich are top of the league.
3: Yeah. 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 Um, Not surprised. Great. Did you, see, did you see those goals? Did you see yeah, the first goal? The
2: that's first a, goal. his <laughs> takey goal, that. I've got Ah oh,
3: ridiculous. But um, great assist by Pritchard. Alex Pritchard, you know, the Brentford Spurs, um, Spurs on loan at Brentford, season or so ago. Made his, I think he got injured in pre-season for Norwich. Made his debut yesterday. He had another player at that level. So um,
2: they're, Sippers, they're, they're adding in a, a very good player there. Um, they
3: are. And Pritchard um, laid it in for Houlihan. He basically dropped his shoulder and the defence sort of fell over and then
2: he dropped it again and they fell over again and he just stroked it in great go. Great yeah. girl. Composure. Um Jerome yeah. sticks one in, Blackstock gets yeah. one back. Um Naismith Naismith. wins it at the end. Um
3: six six winning seven games uh,
2: um got, sandwiched in was that four three defeat to Newcastle. I got Oh, that was the only defeat we <laughs> Yeah. I got two point one six points per game. Um so do, do I need Not to cool. just admit defeat on my theory that Alex Neal's overrated.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process.
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. A participating restaurant's 18 plus serving times. delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: So, by the way, did you, you didn't even bother
2: with an Ipswich, Ipswich extrapolation this week, did you? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, yeah. okay, OK. Um, Newcastle 3, Brentford 1, um, Clark with a header. Um, we said right as soon as they signed him, Gale would do. Well, he's got 9 yeah. Yeah, in I 10 think. in the league, Dave. And what are you going to do, brother, when Hogan Mania <laughs> comes? At, <laughs> see, he's got 8 12.
3: Uh, you seem to say that almost every week, I know. Uh, I, I do enjoy Gale. saying it. Gales, um, I think he's nine. Not, I and mean, I think these are all league, nine league goals. For yeah, season, nine, so nine in ten
2: in the league. Hogan yeah, eight in twelve. It's good and a very yeah. good. Uh, what would we do for something like that, Dave? What happened? Huddersfield, Neil Sheffield, Wednesday one. I've got no notes because that happened today.
3: Yeah, Forestieri penalty. Um, Van der um, Power handled Tom Lee shot. Then what a win! I didn't see much of the game, but great win for Wednesday. When does um, that leave them? Uh they ninth, two points, shy of sixth. Um, yeah. gone Huddersfield, would have gone back to the top. So Huddersfield, for, still quite sort of bunch. So Norwich, 26. And then you've got um, Newcastle, second, 25. Huddersfield's third, 25. On It's, uh, it's important, on though, that, it.
2: that Huddersfield lost and Norwich went top just for maximum effect on us poor Ipswich fans. <laughs> yeah, um, just
3: to further twist the knife. Yeah. Brighton,
2: two. Preston, two. Lovely... Um, Mess up between Bruno and Stockdale for a few again years ago.
3: comedy comedy back pass that was quite funny because when Bruno volleyed that back from almost like the halfway line on it it was like the look on Stockdale's face thinking oh shit is that a back pass can I catch it oh no you have really
2: stitched me up here fellow fellow colleague um Bruno yeah. did then assist for Bulldog um Murray with a lovely Murray, turn and finish yeah. Ian Wright esque that wasn't it um yeah yeah and then, and then who scores yeah. for Preston Dave
3: Soldier. Simon
2: Mackie Of course he Simon does. Simon Um Warnock obviously winning. Um and Bamba oh. obviously scoring. Um I've,
3: I've made a note of that. Warnock's marks to promotion had a great start. Yep, three points per yep. game so far, Dave. Yep.
2: <laughs> um Tomlin's scoring well. Cardiff had a player down, which is always, always <laughs> yeah, good for a, laugh, isn't it? a bit of
3: a ruck in a bit of a ruck in the centre circle between about eighteen players, and I think um Oh, uh, Warnock and Lee Johnson had a bit of a go at each other as well. It was quite a comedy moment, that one. Quite best, funny.
2: best one of those was Arsenal Man U circa 88 oh. or something? Yeah. It was probably yeah. a fight that, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Forrest... well, it's
3: probably still the best is Decanio though, isn't it? Decanio and Orgog. <laughs> That was, I suppose it wasn't all the players, but that
2: was quite amusing. Yeah. Similar thing, right? um, if only for the Barry Davis commentary. Yeah, <laughs> tick that one off your bingo list as well. Barry Davis, Forest three, Birmingham one. Uh, Lehigh with a lovely opener. It reminded me of you um, and Roberts doing a number on Fabian Wilness many years yes. ago at Portman Road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Velios with the second. Jutkovic scored again for Birmingham. He's been a good signing. We were linked with him, and then Pereira. Third goal. With the third. Um, Forrest
3: are incredible. Have you seen Forrest um, score 22? Compared to us, score 22, conceded
2: 23. So they must have the same goal difference then, mustn't they? <laughs> <laughs> but
3: I think I know what I'd rather watch. at the moment
2: <laughs> time. Dave, would you care to pronounce the QPR goal scorer's name for me? What's the neck? Thank you. Um, and Williams, who you like for Reading, the yeah, yeah. equaliser. Um Barnsley Martin. two, Fulham four. All the goals are, um Oakwell. Um, who scored them? Various players: Winall, Malone, Will, Martin. I like
3: that. I always liked that. Scott Malone when he was at um, when he was at Millwall. Good player. Martin, he had he an had assist as well in that runner. game,
2: Dave. Yeah, he did. You need him on, in your Fangio team, wouldn't you? PR's on scored one, I think. Um, Barnsley
3: only one point out of the last four, I think. Connor Hurahan's
2: been out there. I believe yeah. he's missed a few goals. Missed the assist,
3: yeah.
2: He was um, an early season player. He was the man, wasn't he? Um mm-hmm. Villa won, uh, Wolves won in Bruce's first game. Codger and Costa exchanging penos. Wolves look very unlucky not to win that from the highlights package I saw. Oh.
3: I watched. I watched some of that because that was on. Um, that was the the live game yesterday evening. And second half, that Helder Costa was unbelievable. Well, Dave, we
2: said when he signed, that's a fifteen million euro player <laughs> who played Champions <laughs> it, League for Monaco. He was,
3: in, was incredible. And one of the. I know it's a penalty, but one of the best penalties you ever just know walked up, squared himself up, and planted at left foot in the top corner. He, he looked really. He's, really yeah,
2: good. hes If they don't get promoted, he's off, isn't he?
3: And and you know, a point for Villa, Bruce. You know. There'll will be a reaction there, if they will climb the table under Bruce, won't
2: they? You'd you'd have thought. Um Derby won oh, Leeds nil. Lovely goal from Russell, Dave. He yeah, good finish. It. He's on it, it when he you?
3: smacked it in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A bit um, unlucky Ant in Antony, the post sort of one of the last, sort of fairly near the end, bit unlucky, but good you start. Expecting
2: Derby to pick up now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wigan nil, Burton nil. We're gonna look at this how people probably look at Ipswich's results. Oh,
3: yeah. I
2: just put Burton warmed up nicely for Portman Road on Tuesday. <laughs> um Oh uh, no, I I just I just had something uh, to say, but we'll do it in the preview. Um what we will do though, Dave, and I mugged myself off in this last week, um we're gonna go to the yeah. Renegade Statman, the um statistical partner of the Blue Monday podcast. You can follow him on Twitter. Um and do you know what? I'm actually going to – let me look it up this week because someone had a tweet. I'm actually going to figure out what – someone had a tweet that he was mentioned in. Um, this is great podcasting, this, isn't it? Just so I get his – right, at Chomp X3. Um, y- y- you ought to get that changed really, oughtn't he? just so I get it right. But yeah, he's our statistical partner and he does us a lovely service every week. And now I need to scroll back down and find what he says. Um, Back once again with the renegade Statman, D4 damager, power to the people. I mugged myself off last week because he put, no, 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 Statman. And I thought it was, hey, dude, but it was really, no, 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 Statman. Well, we did
3: go into that, didn't we? We had some silly Batman. Every time the stat came out, we had some silly Batman um
2: Phrases, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, which evidently went straight over my ignoramus <laughs> head, didn't it? Um, expensive week for me this week, lads. I've had to increase my iCloud storage tenfold to calculate all the negative stats Mick McCarthy keeps on giving us. I've also bought myself a new calendar. The year is 2016, and I suggest that a few Ipswich fans need to do the same as they clearly think it's still 2012. Oh. Um, I could bore you with the fact we haven't scored in five and how rarely this has occurred in Ipswich's history, or that Mick McCarthy's points per game this season is 1.17, 54 points and a brief flirt with relegation. Here we come. Or the fact that it's now nine matches without a win after the international break, or that Mick has never won a game during the month of October, or that Tuesday night will be the fifth anniversary since Ipswich won a game in October. Statman, that was a really long sentence. You'd have got red ink on that at school, I think. You um, certainly would have done I mean, that. No punctuation at all. <laughs> there is punctuation, to be fair. Um, uh, oh God, I said to be fair, you, did you, I owe you all a drink. Um, no, that would be too obvious. Um, 15,288, that is the key number this week. If Ipswich's attendance on Tuesday night is 15,288 or lower, then our average home crowd in the league will be less than our average away attendances. Last time that happened throughout a season was the distant Premier League season of 2001, 2002. Oh, yeah, for me, it's clear why the dull Neanderthal McCarthy tactics say what you really think, Statman, anything but a win on Tuesday. And Mick has no way back. But in my opinion, he's already passed his sell by date forever blue. Renegade statman, so that is a good stat, Dave, because it means That's a that brilliant stat. Yeah, Ipswich are are now drawing less audience than you know all of their on on average, and that presumably includes a. Oh, I suppose a Newcastle one's going to go in there and bump that <laughs> number up for a, an away. Slightly, attendance. isn't it?
3: Fifty odd thousand? Yeah, it will. It will do.
2: But yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk Paul's um uh, attendance prediction next week when. Uh, if, when we do the um, when we do the preview, Dave, let's go to the CV game. Go on. Um, we had a tweet from Adam Williams, um, who retweeted BBC Berkshire. You remember we've had this back and forth. They've got the Reading resume. Oh, I saw this. Yeah,
3: game. it was. Uh, yeah. And I was ra- I was racking my brains over this one as well. What was it? Go on. It, it was oh, well. We- it was
2: Chris making, and there's a there's a weird Olympic Marseille in there from yeah Oldham yeah, to Makin. Marseille to um says Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. So we won't use that one, but we will use the one that I've got written down this week. Um, There is a claim. um, We only had one claim in two last week for Alan Armstrong. Kev Hyam claimed that one in two. So I think he takes the honours. No one got Alan Armstrong a hole in one. The rules of the CV game I'm going to read in order the clubs of a professional footballer throughout their career. Um, Dave's going to play along. I'm just going to go straight through, and he's going to very honestly tell me when he gets this one. Um, This player has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine clubs. Okay. I think this one's a difficult one.
3: (laughs) Nine is quite prolific. (laughs) Um,
2: What we'll do, Dave, I've got some clues for you if you don't get it in nine. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
3: Well, is that that's a possibility, is it?
2: I think so. Hey, you'll probably get it in two. Yeah, right. Cool. Right. Um you you just make make a noise if you think you've got it and I'll speak to you on the other side, Dave, yeah. Go on. Right. First club, Chelsea. Then on to Southampton. From Southampton to Crystal Palace. From Crystal Palace to Nottingham Forest. From Nottingham Forest to Barnsley. Same manager, I think, as well. Um, from Barnsley to Wimbledon. From Wimbledon back to Crystal Palace. From Crystal Palace to Sheffield United. And from Sheffield United to Brentford. Got any ideas, Dave? Or do you want me to run through the whole list again?
3: Man, I think you've got, you got to run through them again.
2: Come on. This is going to be a duck, not a holy one, isn't it? Right, here we go yeah. Chelsea, Saints, Palace, Forest, Barnsley, Wimbledon, Palace, Sheffield United, Brentford. This player has been promoted quite a few times. Has played under Dave Bassett quite a few times. He's quite fat. Anyone got it out there? Um, yeah, think, in fact, think, um, he probably would have played at Wembley in May 2000.
3: Oh, the striker. Um,
2: oh, man. I'm going to give you his name and put you out of his misery. Neil Shipley.
3: Yeah, Neil Shipley, yeah. Neil oh, Shipley. I yeah, I Who formed a
2: formidable partnership with David Connolly for um, Wimbledon one season. Wimbledon, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Neil Shipley, if anyone got that in two, then do do tweet in. I thought I'd throw in a difficult one for you. This that week was, that was, I think I he think should have got
3: that one, though. Should have got that
2: one. Yeah, they're, they're, he's one of these players that, after Chelsea, just played at a very kind of similar level the whole way. You know, one of these... Very good in the second tier, you know. just can't remember,
3: pla- can't remember him playing at Chelsea, you know.
2: Well, that was, uh, do you know, I've got, I've got a vague memory that it was him and Curiton for Norwich who both scored like seven million goals in the Reserve League's aged 16 oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did go on his Wikipedia and I think it was um, Steen and Furlong and people like that at Chelsea, and he didn't get, right. near, the, didn't get near the team. Didn't
3: get near the, near the team.
2: Anyway, I think that's quite enough Neil Shipley on an Ipswich Town podcast, isn't it? But let us know um, at Blue Monday ITFC on the Twitter and uh, Blue Monday ITFC on the Facebook if you got that um, that one. Maybe it was too hard. Um, a
3: miserable failure from me then. No, it was got, a I tricky
2: one. Up. I'm feeling guilty now, Dave. Um, nah. What's going to make me feel even better about myself is extrapolating that Ipswich are in 17th position. That's 17th. Um, 14 points from 12 games. Um, That is 1.16 points per game, projecting to 54, which would be a regression of 15 points from last season. I would normally at this point read out the top scorers, but I'm not going to bother because we haven't scored forever. What, Ward's got four, Varney's got one, nudson has got one, and McGoldrick's got one. Is that all of them? It's not,
3: not great reading, is it? Not no. great reading at all
2: there. that. so we go on to the Burton game then, Dave? Yeah,
3: go for it.
2: Um. Well, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Paul tweeted in to say, if it was free to get into Portman Road on Tuesday, what do you think the attendance would be? It's, honestly,
3: I, I, we, I think we're going to struggle on uh, on Tuesday to get to like 13,000, don't you? This well, reminds- no, I think although it's
2: one of these games where I think it's one of
3: these 10 pound games. Oh, okay. But, um, but even so, I think we're still going to struggle.
2: This reminds me of the Burley era when, uh, Burley was really struggling and, um, we played Stockport on a Tuesday night, you know, a kind of small team without the yeah. necessarily the history and tradition of lost. It's lost two nil. And I'm yeah, um, oh, no, um,
3: yeah. Angel. Sorry.
2: Yeah. He scored twice. Um, And I believe the next day he signed David Johnson. And that was a very, very, very big turning point there. I wonder if this could be mixed stockport, Dave.
3: It's the game afterwards, though, Ben, isn't it? This is such an important game for him. Because, you know, we know what's coming up Saturday. And if we don't get a win, if we don't get a win Tuesday night against Burton, we are, well... Well, Why don't you tell the listeners
2: what's coming up on Saturday?
3: It's, uh, Newcastle, it's Newcastle, Ben. It is Newcastle away. 1-8, um, drawn one. Well, they lost the first two, incredibly. Didn't they? they lost the first two. Since then, 10-game run, um, run 1-8, drawn one, lost one. Um, and they've just got a, just got a scary squad, haven't they? Um, yeah. Front, I mean...
2: yeah,
3: Shel- yeah, and likes to Shelby. Come on, Shelby's a Premier League player, isn't he? Um, I mean, you're looking right through their squad. Colbeck, holding midfield holding midf- player. Always liked him when he was at Ipswich. Um, but Matt Ritchie yesterday not even in the squad yesterday and of course Daryl Murphy who we know um, never appears in at least just one um, one appearance in the EFL Cup I think so far um, it's going to be tough it's going to be very tough on Saturday
2: uh, do, do Burton first Dave what, what, what do you think
3: um, Burton have made a great start really haven't they you know um, won three drawn five lost four um, they have exactly the
2: same record as us other than they've scored 16, 16. and we've scored eight.
3: They've scored 16, conceded 16. Um, I've always quite liked Clough, haven't I mean, you? Nigel Clough? I don't know if that's yeah. some, some, something to do with his old man. But, yeah, I, um,
2: think it's, I think it's just the love <laughs> for his old man, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and
3: they've got this little, little, quite strong midfield, about like Lucas Atkins, um, Jackson Irvin, who we spoke about last week, who I said was a, a, Benjamin, uh, a Benjamin Broome looky-likey. I'm cutting um, my hair
2: off because it makes you look slimmer, according to Steve <laughs>
3: And they got Lloyd Dyer as well. I think we were, they almost signed for us last season. Was really, I think we got
2: Pringle instead, didn't we?
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think they like to get the ball. They like to get the ball down and play, from what I've seen of them. So I don't think it's going to be any easy game. A lot of pressure on this game Tuesday night, Ben. There,
2: there and is, and um, there's a very negative energy around <laughs> yeah. around the place, isn't there? Mm-hmm. The sort yeah. of thing where the 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 fans will really turn on him if it doesn't go well. You know, it's going to be a cold, cold night. You know, playing against a team who, you know, all the fans will will have respect for, but will consider that, you know, aren't on, on Ipswich's level in any way, shape, or form. Y- no, you of know.
3: course not. It, it must be well. It, well, it is, It's got to be the first first league meeting. They may have played each other in the in the league cup before. I am not quite sure, but certainly it's so obviously it's the first. First ever league, me. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for a. I'm going to go for a narrow win. There you go, a one
2: nil. I remember. Um, oh. There was a point at the back end of last season where we were playing terribly, and then Bolton came, and you know we managed to stick a couple of goals past them.
3: We, and... we did. We were, we were like eking out results, weren't we? I think it was it the Forest game where we won one? I think the Pringle scored. We beat Forest one nil, didn't we? So we just managed to eke out a few results that sort of kept a little bit of momentum going, but. But, you know, going
2: into this game, is just no momentum at all. So, but any... Go on. I, I was going to say, you'd be happy with a win v's Burton and a draw v's Newcastle, yeah? <laughs> if, <laughs> a win v Burton and a
3: draw v Newcastle would be a fairly heroic week, I think. Well, they're, I mean,
2: they're capable of drawing nil-nil with Newcastle, aren't they? Well,
3: this is it. I mean, I'll, so I made a point about that really um, you know if we don't get a result Tuesday so we get a draw and you know again even even more pressure going into the going into the Newcastle game would would a heroic defensive performance and come out with a draw against Newcastle would that you know would that be enough to, to well, appease yes, some of the fans? everyone was
2: happy when we drew 0-0 away at Middlesbrough at the end of last season that sort of Yeah dif- different circumstances Yeah, very different circumstances I mean I would say worst case scenario is a defeat and not scoring Second worst scenario is a defeat, but we actually score. Um, yeah. Now, actually, I think the thing that will piss people off most is a 0-0 draw, isn't it? Against against, against Burton. Burton. yeah.
3: Christ almighty. No, if, if it's a 0-0 draw, my goodness me, yeah. Should be some interesting scenes at the end, I would have thought.
2: Scenes. Um, yeah, we'll see how it pans out. Um, Dave, you'll be there on Tuesday, will you? I will. Um, in the... I win. Which stand are you sitting again?
3: Um, I sit in the co-op stand...
2: So send Dave a tweet at daviddiamond3 um if you're around and he'll yeah he'll talk football with you um don't know where I'm going to be in London somewhere I'm sure um now last week Dave we started your top 10 games and we went from numbers 10 to number 6 I haven't got them written down Dave can you remember what they were Oh, blimey.
3: um in Milan in Inter Milan at home wasn't it uh uh, Leeds, Cup, five Leeds Cup Final, first, um, third replay, Barcelona. Five, three, Barcelona and a 6-4 crew game.
2: <laughs> Lovely stuff. Nice. Lovely stuff. Um, so we are up to number five. Um, Dave, do you want to hear the listener stuff first or do you want to do your number five?
3: Go on, the listener stuff, go on.
2: Um, Jonathan Cook says, too young to appreciate Robson era games I went to. Wish I had been to some of the amazing games you two talked about. Uh, Paul Sparrow says, favourite game, South End away 91, 1-2-1. Um, oh, cracky, yeah. I don't know if I can read the rest of this, Paul. I was very drunk and something happened with an Essex girl. I would assume she's an Essex girl if we're in Southend. Okay. We'll leave it at that, Paul. Um, uh-huh. Ben Dawkins, I was I was at this game, Sunderland, December 2001, 5-0, couldn't get a home ticket. Um, those were the days. So sat in the away end as my wife is a Mackham. Um, and then he tweeted us Vanity George's chip, which is
3: ridiculous. Always, always, always goes down well.
2: Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll improve your day, won't it? Um, yeah, it will. Howard Smith, due to living in London and moving to Sydney when I was 16, only went to about 20 town games. Um. So good. Good job, Howard. Um. Good. Good support that because he's all. He's always a listener, isn't he? Um. Mm-hmm. But four three win away against Palace is that Shevchuk one, Dave? Yes, it is. Yeah, it
3: does Shefke and who it, scores the? Four? is it Shevchuk or Pablo? I think between them, I've got a couple of I goals each. Got two night. each, didn't they? I think they did. Yeah, hell of a game, wasn't it? Hell of a game. I wasn't. There. I used to go to most of those Palace games around there, going,
2: Yeah, going we went to one, one, didn't we? Yeah, I
3: believe. I think we might have mentioned this before. Did, Round right about the time, Stern John was turning out
2: for us, um, I believe. All I remember about well, that, I think we drew 2-2 two, two, and Ricardo Fuller was sent off for being petulant.
3: Yeah. 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 Actually, um, it's, it's Ricardo Fuller, not
2: Stern John. Will Coulthard gets in touch saying, um, could you feature Luke Chambers' top 10 forward passes? <laughs> um, and I did actually try and come up with these. So I think the cross-field ping, the hoik down yeah. the line, yeah. the, the half-volley ping, Peter K, have it um, yeah the blistering ball no no we can't Will I'm sorry um <laughs> The punt. <laughs> I saw Will I actually saw he's he's one of Jordan's he's one of Jordan's mates. So I saw Will today actually and he mentioned that. Yeah, he did he, he? He mention his yeah yeah. Will yeah. tell us what the tell us what the passes are. And does it give us an excuse to talk about Mark Venus who had about six thousand passes in his armory? He, he
3: had a lot up his sleeve of Vino, didn't he? Yeah. Um, most most of them most of them with considerable venom.
2: Uh, yeah, but Jim McGilton could control all of them. Um <laughs> Uh, I mentioned Kev Heim, um in the CV game. One of my top five games was being at Barnsley away in 96 when we came back from 3-0 Ew. down in the final six minutes. Wow.
3: he was and at that game.
2: If I remember right, Milts hit the crossbar or post in injury time to win it. Funny as the three chaps sat in front of us left when we were 3-0 down. Also got pissed in the evening for the first time, age 16, and was sick all over my mum and dad's kitchen floor so if you come want to give on, us your memories of first being drunk um please do but dave um can you give us your number five then
3: i've got another game i've got another let me take you back to sorry it's gonna be shouts of derision from our younger listeners <laughs> let me take you back to the sixth of may
2: 1981
3: go on. UA for cup UEFA cup final first leg Ipswich versus AZ67 Alkmaar.
2: Is this the home game?
3: The home, the home game.
2: Go ahead. So, Dave.
3: I mean, basically, this is a climax to what was and will always be the greatest season in our history. I mean, with you know, over the season and a bit, we've been doing the pods. This has come out, come up so often, hasn't it? You know, the nineteen eighty eighty one season. You try and make comparisons, and you just, you just can't. Um, we've been competing in Europe for seven out of the previous eight seasons i think since uh um a decent finish in 72 i think we finished fourth in 72 73 so in
2: the top division everybody sorry
3: fourth fourth in that fourth in the top division fourth Fourth (laughs) best
2: team in england everybody
3: fourth best team in england we missed out in um 71 season 76 77 we missed out um but then the previous year i think we finished sixth anyway but we just um, we just missed out i believe i believe we would have we would have got into europe had um had Man, see, remember this. Had Man United beat Southampton in the in the cup, we would have been in Europe that season. But obviously Southampton won, so we we were out for that. Stokes
2: year. is through and he's on side one 0 Stokes,
3: great finish! What a great finish! Um, and we, I mentioned before, we competed on all levels that that season, but fell short. Um, equally more impressive about, I think, this match and the performance was we lost the league the previous Saturday after that, you know, monumental slog and fixtures and. I've said before how many fixtures. I think we played something like, was it 65, 66 games that year? 60, Villa,
2: is it 67 and Oswald plays? Osmond played all, every
3: minute. I think every virtually every minute. But um, someone where, played
2: 66 as well, didn't they?
3: Could have been. Was it, was it Murin, did we say? I don't know. Someone did. That. Well, someone will, someone will put us right on that. Um We'd lost the league the previous Saturday. Villa had won the league. We lost at Middlesbrough. Villa actually, ironically, lost at Arsenal, but we lost at Middlesbrough, so so couldn't catch them. So uh, it was just it, it, such an such an important game. There was I, I remember there was talk that you know there was talk that perhaps Robson was on was perhaps can, had we not you know had we not had a good result had we not won something that year you know I think Robson was ready to you know ready to go to go that season. Um, would it, would have been
2: considered it, a failure if they'd lost that final.
3: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, just, even though just, they were
2: so amazing that season.
3: Yeah, I, I think so. Put it in a context. I, I, would it have been? I suppose if, if you look at the bigger picture, we yeah we didn't yeah we didn't have the budget, and I think we, uh, you know, we just when it when it came down to it, we probably had. You know, no doubt the best 11 or 12 players, but you know the the support, the, the the squad, we just didn't have the, you know, we just didn't have the squad, just didn't have the resources, unfortunately. And I remember all the UEFA Cup games that year, well, certainly all the home games. you started with um, Greek side Aris Salonica at Portman Road, 1-5-1, um, and this was a bit of a um, it's a bit of a theme running through the UEFA Cup season because. We almost seemed to, to, to need these big leagues. We beat them five-one at home, walked, scored three penalties, but then lost three-one away. And I, I remember listening to, I think, some very odd radio commentary that um, um, lost three-one away. And for a time, we were really hanging on. You know, could have, you know, could have, could have got worse. But um, hung on there. Similar story against Bohemians Prague in the next round, one-three-nil at Portman Road. I think we've gone through that beat. He came on and. Hit a, a Thunder B of a free kick. Again, lost the, lost the away leg, 2-0, and again, hanging on there, um, to a Panenka, inspired by him Prague, I seem to remember that night. Um bit, bit easier against Widzev Lodz in the next round, beating 5-0 at home, uh, Johnny Walk-Hattrick. To put this into context, Widzev Lodz had, I think in the previous round, or maybe the round before that, had knocked that Man U in UEFA Cup, who obviously weren't the force, they were, um, you know, they were in, in, in more recent years. Um, and then, of course, the great, yeah, the great performance at Etienne away. St. Etienne, I won't praise yeah. well too, much, too yeah, much. I wonder why. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but arguably, aside from the Sine, arguably the best performance probably was Cologne in the semi-final. Um, we won narrowly at home. I remember um, one 0 Cologne had a good side. They had Tony Woodcock playing for him. He was up front. I think the German winger Pierre Lipovsky. He, he was he was playing for them. Really, really, you know, quite a narrow, quite a narrow one 0 win. Um, and I think the league went in in that two weeks between the home game and the away game against Cologne. We um, we'd lost we'd lost at Norwich. We'd lost at home to. Um, we lost at home, I think, on the East, I think Easter weekend. We lost at home to, to Arsenal, I seem to remember, beat us 2 0. And literally it was the first time we'd lost at home for something like a season and a half. It was just ridiculous, like forty odd home games. And then we went to Norwich on the Easter Monday. I remember going just gutted, I think Fashion who put one in on the near post, put one in on Cooper's near post. So we lost we lost there. So the league was the league was slipping away by the time we uh, by the time we played away at uh, you know, by the time we played away at Cologne. Got a brilliant winner. You, you've seen the goal, Butcher, Butcher header from a, I think a Mills free kick and Butcher sort of flicks a header in the corner. All and you I see Robson, is, yeah, Robson. Robson does a little dance, does a little dance, doesn't he? On He's the, like uh, sitting on, on a side. school
2: chair on the touchline, <laughs> isn't he?
3: <laughs> him, and, him and Bobby Ferguson, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, so this was it. So, the league was, as uh, um, like you said, it just won their league. They, they'd beaten, I think, final, I don't think it was Ajax. I think they'd beaten, remember, they'd beaten final the previous Sunday to actually become champions of, Champions of Holland. So they were a decent side. And just, I just, just refreshed myself and just looked through the, find a program actually, but again, sort of uh, looked online at the team and it was a great team. There's Paul Cooper, uh, McCall, who was um, deputy Tyson for George Burley, as I said before, who um, who did his cruciate ligament um, in the in a cup match at Shrewsbury you know, a few months earlier. So it's Cooper, Cooper McCall, uh, Mills, Tyson, Osmond, Butcher, Walk. Muir and Marin of Brazil gate, So the classic lineup that season after Burley got injured. And AZ had some players, mate. They had that Johnny, Johnny Methal that went on to play for Forest,
2: He of yeah, that big, free kick, yeah.
3: Big, powerful, yeah. Um, Jan Peters, who I remember had played, played against England at Wembley two or three seasons before and ripped us, uh, ripped us apart. And I think Kes Kiss, guy up front, who was um, certainly, I think, top scorer in the Dutch league that year. So they were a, they were a good side. Um and it's, it's it's great, those European, it's, it's just hard to describe then, those European nights. I mean, you saw them, obviously, you saw him obviously, I guess you you went to the Milan game and there were games, you know, when we had the last, um what, 10 or more, 10, 12 years ago when we were last in Europe and they were great nights but there was just no comparison to the nights of Portman Road, you know, those days, all standing, you know, on the terraces, you know, get there early, had to be there half six and the atmosphere was just brilliant, absolutely superb and if you, if you, how things have changed slightly for the game against Barcelona that I mentioned last um, last week, you know, the 3-0 game. Um, was 33,000 in that day. You wait for cup final, it was less than 28,000. So, oh um, I know, it's, it's fairly mind-boggling, really. Um, and I remember the atmosphere, you know, air horns in the ground. I mean, you've probably seen that. You've probably seen the highlights, you know, air horns and just just absolutely fantastic atmosphere. Fairly tight first half, i think it, remember. Walk got his customary customary European goal. I think it's his 13th goal, penalty after. Um, I think Mariner had a shot blocked on the line. Um, I think it was Vandermeer, fullback, blocked it on the line, which would have been today. Uh, blocked me, handballed it on the line, straight red. So fairly tight, fairly tight 1-0, fairly tight 1-0 at half-time. And then what I, what I do remember, second half kicks off and um, almost immediately Tyson scores um ball was sort of played through with tyson sort of right of the penalty area he has a shot keeper sort of saves it it bounces up and tyson follows it in and like heads it in over the keeper but looking at the highlights i remember the highlights later on is that um jerry harrison you know the, the well you wouldn't remember him but he match of the week commentator is um interviewing robson as he's walking back to the dugout after half time and he said, oh, Bobby, you know, this is a bit tight. What do you think? And Robson says, oh, yeah, he says, you know, we really could do with another goal. Spot on cue. Tyson scores. That's quite, <laughs> um, quite only sort of looking over his shoulder. shoulders. Oh, yeah, that would do, you know. Um, and then a brilliant goal. I think we've described this goal before as well. Brazil, Brazil gets the ball in like, the inside left position, protects the ball, drops his shoulder, turns his fall back, comes back out, comes back away from goal and then sort of clips in a, clips in a cross with the outside of his left foot. Mariner runs across his centre half at the near post and just deflects it in the far corner. Just a classic, classic Ipswich goal. Brilliant, brilliant goal. Um, and I remember fairly cagey after that, and they went for they went for basic damage damage limitation really after that. But one of the one of the one of the great nights, yeah, UEFA Cup final at Portman and much needed because um, you know the three. Now in the replay, um, well, we went one up. Tyson scored. Tyson scored a You're brilliant body. the second body. leg, yeah? The, sorry, replay the, um, the the second leg, yeah. Tyson scores um, Tyson scores puts his one up fairly early on. Then they, they then they get back, I think they get back to they get back to two one. Then Walk scores, which is his fourteenth goal in Europe. Walk scores tied up two two. Yeah, yeah, sort of hooks one in over his shoulder. Yeah, brilliant goal, Flicked on from a corner. And then we're up against it. I remember um I think it's um Yonker scores Yonker scores a brilliant free kick. And I think um a guy, I think his name's Pierre Toll, he also scores and it's four two and we are hanging on, it's four two. With like a quarter an hour to go, and we're hanging on, and you think, God, you know, if we lose this, this, you know, the season just, yeah, it'll be a memorable season, but with nothing at all to show for. it. But we hang on, and um, yeah, we, uh, you know, we ultimately have something to, um, something to show for that, for that season, and yeah, we just never see a season like it, Ben, ever, ever again, really.
2: So, do you think they would have won the UEFA Cup if they'd been drawn away from home in in any of those games first? Do
3: you know what? Do you know what? That's a really good point. I don't know. I don't know, and. It's an odd one, isn't it? Would we have played? I guess you would have played differently. Yeah, it's a very, that's a very good point because, like I said, most of those games we built up pretty, pretty healthy leads, and and certainly in a couple of those games we, uh, you know, we needed it. I don't know, Ben. That's a, that's a good shout. Yeah. Happy but it was, days,
0: though.
3: Oh, it was just outstanding, really outstanding. Just the general atmosphere of going down to those European games and and everyone, and, and you know, don't forget, you know, you had. Probably uh, from the after the Greek game onwards, you had the you know the Bohemians Prague game and the beaty free kit. You remember the atmosphere that night, the game against you know Lodz and the atmosphere. I mean the, the Saint Etienne, the atmosphere that night is just incredible. And you're you know you're seeing people like Johnny Rett playing and Platini, yeah, you know, just am- <laughs> just amazing, really, Ben, amazing.
2: Lovely stuff. Um, so if you want to join in, um, don't necessarily give us your your top tens but just just throw some of your favorite games at us um at blue monday itfc dave's gonna do his number four next Mm -hmm. week um yeah and we'll work up to the work up to the number one i wonder what that will indeed be i have
3: it might be a surprising one but yeah oh Oh. Might might be
2: okay um Right, well this is this has been lovely, Dave, hasn't it? Um but we're seventy three minutes in, so we should probably end the podcast here. We thank you all very much for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes. If you do that, it gives a nice comment and a five star review. It puts us higher up their um ladder. You can subscribe through the ACAST A C A S T app as well. They are uh but they are our that's quite difficult to say host this year. So um download that app and you can house your podcasts uh through there. Um Dave, you're on the Twitter machine. At David Diamond3. So yeah, give Dave a tweet, especially if you're around at Portman Road. He's always there. Um and you can we've got Facebook page as well, Facebook.com slash blue Monday ITFC um if anybody is in or around the Milton Keynes area. Um, my mm. wonderful show, Benjamin Bloom's Last Man on Earth, is playing at the Stables Theatre on Friday, the 28th of October. Tickets very reasonably priced at 12 pounds. It's a wonderful night's entertainment. Sort me out in my day job, if you can. It's,
3: it's a good show. It is a good show.
2: Um, do I need to say anything else, Dave? I've done all of it. I think
3: it's just about. Oh, Fanjul!
2: Yeah. Play Fanjul and type Blue Monday in a the room. There you go. Right, say bye Dave. Cheers
3: guys.